listening to the bob and bo show here are your hosts ty bob ty bo and sean welcome back to the show everyone i am ty bob joined by ty bo and sean a little pre-show antics going on it's it's a nut house my my internet has crashed twice already uh since uh ending the chief show which we'll hear uh actually later on in the week uh, at our normal upload time since the chiefs do play on sunday but you're getting us a little early because it is Thanksgiving, and we hope that you guys enjoy your day filled with food and football. Hope you got your elastic pants on. Um, my stretchy pants. My stretchy pants. But we've got a little bit of news to get to before the start of week 12. Uh, there's quite a bit of news, actually. We'll start off here. Uh, coming from Ari Mirov, the Giants had ruled out four of their offensive linemen for Thursday's game versus the Cowboys. Right tackle Evan Neal, center John Philant, uh, Phil- oh goodness, Felicino, uh, guard Shane Lemo, and guard Josh Izadu. Um, not not looking good there. Uh, some more injuries coming from Adam Schefter. Uh, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers had confirmed today, as of Wednesday, that he had been playing with a broken right thumb. That is on his throwing hand, by the way. Um, don't know if that's maybe an excuse for somewhat of a poor performance through the season so far. Um, but age is catching up with that man like nothing else before. In uh, other injury news coming from Bleacher Report, Justin Fields says that he is currently playing with they, – they finally gave it as a designation, uh, quote, ju- by Justin Fields, a separated shoulder with partially torn ligaments, uh, which is not good. It sounds like he's been doing that for a couple of weeks. Um, hopefully he can continue uh, to put up the numbers that he has been and getting wins because um, it is it is very fun to watch him play. <clears throat> Um, in other news uh, for additions coming from Adam Schefter, the Jaguars had claimed former Rams starting running back Daryl Henderson off of waivers. He didn't even make it 24 hours before he got claimed, folks. I'm sure there were a lot of claims in there, including the Kansas City Chiefs, as we talked about on the previous Chiefs show, hoping that he would come in. Uh, next bit of news from Adam Schefter is uh, uh, some some drama that's going on in New York. Uh, During a team meeting just uh, earlier today, the Jets were informed that quarterback Zach Wilson will not be starting on Sunday's game versus the Bears. Uh, Wilson currently has a five and two record. Um, But then shortly after that information came out, Ari Mirov uh, also put out that the Jets will start Mike White this week versus the Bears. It's Mike White time, baby. No more Joe Flacco. We don't want to see the old dudes. Joe Flacco, baby. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. He's elite. The truth. Um, in other <laughs> benching news, coming from PFF, Davis Mills, the giraffe himself, has been benched by the Houston Texans. Kyle Allen will be the starter versus the Dolphins. Pretty interesting right there in itself. Um 
We do have uh, one more piece, uh, excuse me, two more pieces, uh, one that I thought was fairly interesting in itself. It came from Sports Illustrated on Instagram. This was a quote from former chief uh, Chavarius Ward about Devontae Adams <laughs> in the game. Uh, this came at the end of the game, but it was in reference to a question about uh, how uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins played and um, the face mask that he had on Chavarius Ward. Chavarius had to say he thinks he's still one of the best receivers in the league, and he's really not. He grabbed my face mask on one play, so I don't respect his game. That's steroids, boy. Okay, <laughs> I do want to point out you started off by saying Devontae Adams. Yeah, I was I was shaking my head, friend. I thought you were talking about Devontae. Got us down. Yeah, give me a vibe. D hop, New Hopkins. Uh, yeah, steroids boy. I like that name. That's a pretty good name. I think he's still pretty good. (laughs) He's still very good. He's still very good. Um, and final breaking bit of news. It did come from Adam Schefter. We talked about it on our previous NFL show. It was some drama that happened in Mexico City over the weekend. Adam Schefter stated that the Cardinals offensive line coach and running game coordinator Sean Kugler was fired after he groped a woman in Mexico City over the weekend. That uh, came from an article on ESPN. You can go and find that. The issue that we're seeing here is now this is a major problem with the Arizona Cardinals. This is their second coach this season who has had issues with alleged sexual harassment of a woman. Uh, the other coach, I don't remember by name, he he was named in the article, happened early, early, early this season. Now Sean Kugler is having an issue uh, that obviously took place on Saturday. He did not coach on uh, Monday, and he was sent home early uh, Monday morning, I believe, and then let go as well by the Cardinals. But it seems like they have some organizational issues down there in Phoenix that really need to get taken care of. I was talking with somebody earlier today, and I was like, man, as much as I love Kurt Warner, he really didn't instill those Christian values in that organization. No, nah, they should just double down and trade Kyler Murray for Deshaun Watson. It'd be perfect fit. Yeah, you be. missed a piece of news though. Uh, when we're talking yeah. about uh, the different quarterbacks starting out the league, um, Sam ben Darnold's going to be benched. Yeah, Sam Darnold's yeah. going to be starting in Carolina. It's not like we should probably leave that one out since the Panthers suck so much. I didn't feel like that was interesting on, news enough because give. they've had nine starting quarterbacks in South in, in Carolina this year. We gotta we gotta report on it. Report it all. Gotta, report people got to know. It's the news. Don't find it. It's the news. Uh, well, folks, that is the news for the week. We've got a bunch of quarterback changes. We've had uh, some pickups from waivers. It's sad to see Daryl Henderson not go to the Kansas City Chiefs, um, but at least we do have Rojo. We talked about that on our Chief show. Make sure to go check that out at our uh, normal time when it comes. Um, but it's that time. You've got to get your lineup started. Because Thursday, you have got not one game, not two games. You've got three games starting at 1130 in the morning. All right. So let's get over to Sean real quick and hear his Just the Tips. Here we are coming back with another episode of Just the Tips. The only reason this segment is useful is so you know what not to do. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. (laughs) Half about, I'm right, about half these guys, the other half. 
completely wrong. So you never know which players to play or not. But this is a guaranteed starter for this week. All these players, this is a guaranteed sit for all these players. Starting off with quarterbacks. Starting with Tyler Murray going up against the Chargers at home. Listen, this is his first game back in the last two weeks, I believe. Finally feels like he's over that injury that he had, and he's going to be looking to come out and have a big game. With the defensive line that the Chargers have right now, he's going to be able to get out, make some big plays, get a few running, a lot of rushing yards in as well. Next quarterback here is Geno Smith. He's playing the Raiders at home. Not much else you need to say about that one. Last quarterback, Justin Herbert. Going up against the Cardinals. They just let Jimmy G score that many points on him. I think Justin Herbert will be fine and be able to have a big week as well. Running backs here. The return of Jonathan Taylor. Going up against Pittsburgh. He has not had the best year this year. But over the past two weeks. Granted, those are the Jeff Saturday weeks. He has been a main uh, focal point of that offense. So look for that to continue and look for him to have a big game. James Conner against the Chargers. There's a lot of teams or a lot of players right here that are going to be in the same game. But guess what? Those are going to be the highest scoring games of the weekend. Look for him to have a big week rushing. Pacheco broke out last week against them. So I expect James Conner to have a big week as well. Last running back here, he seems to always score a touchdown against the Giants for some reason, and that is Zeke. They're going to have a big game on Thanksgiving. Look out for that. Watch out for Zeke to score a touchdown. They get close to the red zone or to the goal line. Look for him to carry that ball in and score a touchdown or possibly even two. Wide receivers, Chris Godwin against the Cleveland Browns. Tom's finally figured it out a little bit. Godwin's looking a little bit better. They're coming off a bye week. Look for big things from them. Garrett Wilson against the Bears. Now listen, he was on there last week. That was a mistake. Zach Wilson is benched this week. You have a quarterback that's going to be throwing the ball a lot more, a lot more consistently with Mike White. Look for him to have a big week. Michael Pittman Jr. against the Steelers. He's uh, he's averaged well over 12 points per game with Jeff Saturday in there right now. Don't believe he scored a touchdown in that time, but look for him to have a big impact in this game as well. Tight ends here. We got TJ Hawkinson. A little rough week last week for him. Going up against uh, the Cowboys, but look for Kirk Cousins to look for him a lot this week against the Patriots and look for him to find some good chemistry this week. And the last tight end for the stardom is Jawan Johnson of the Saints going up against the 49ers. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen anything about him this year, but this rookie is looking like a very promising guy coming up right now. In these last few weeks, he has scored some decent points for tight ends. Moving on to Sidhams here this week. We're going to start off with quarterbacks. This one should be in a very obvious one. He just got sat today. That is Zach Wilson. Definitely not <laughs> He's already benched. Now for the real ones here. Aaron Rodgers against Philadelphia. 
he just came out and said that he is having a little problem with his thumb. Don't like what I see with him going up against that defense. That defense is just going to keep the Packers alive. Kirk Cousins. It is a primetime game. He's going to play like shit. It's not 12 o'clock. Look for him to have a terrible game. This is the primetime Thanksgiving game, right, too? Yep. Yes. Bright lights, big city, baby boy. Terrible game for Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Last quarterback here is Justin Fields. Surprise, surprise. Had him on the start of him for a few weeks now. He is dealing with a dislocated shoulder. Looks like he may play as well, but don't expect him to have as big of a game. Especially going up against that Jets defense, who is looking pretty good right now. Running backs. DeAndre Swift against Buffalo. Now, Jamal Williams is the running back for the Lions and is going to end up scoring the touchdowns whenever they get down by the goal line. DeAndre Swift, his main thing is either scoring a long touchdown or uh, getting a bunch of big chunk plays. So I do not expect him to get a lot of points in the game. DeAndre Swift, 6.1 yards per carry this season. He hasn't been too good in fantasy the last few weeks, so. They got to give him the ball. <laughs> they have Jamal to, has, yeah. has been stealing all of his touchdowns. Damn near every single one. Next running back, Devin Singletary. I think this past week was a little bit of a fluke for him. I don't expect him to be that efficient running the ball this week against Detroit. And Joe Mixon. Now, I know he's had some big games recently. He is... Still, I believe, on the concussion protocol this week, as I checked today. That may change by the weekend, but with that in mind, and the way P. Ryan played at the end of the game last week with his three touchdowns, they'll be fine to set him for another week if he does not clear the concussion protocol. Moving on to wide receivers here. Starting off with T. Higgins. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Joe Burrow has already come out and said Jamar Chase is more than likely going to play in this game. I don't know if that'll actually happen or not, but look for his production to go down if he does come back. Mike Williams against Arizona. He went out of the game last week with a, another ankle injury. He just came back from that ankle injury as well. So if he does play, he will be very limited with what he can do in that game. And finally, Alan Lazard against Philadelphia. More than likely the top option for the Green Bay Packers. And with the cornerbacks that the Philadelphia Eagles have, look for them to shut him down. Do not expect big things from him. Looks like it's more of the Christian Watson show over there for the Packers right now as he is scoring. I believe he scored a touchdown, if not multiple touchdowns, in each of the past two weeks. I know he had the big three-touchdown game two weeks ago, and I know he had... One for sure last week, but I wasn't for sure if it was multi or not. And finally finishing off with the tight ends. First tight end we have here is Dawson Knox. Hasn't done much all year. Uh, they've started to use him a little bit more in the past few weeks, but I do not see him being utilized very much against Detroit this week. And finally, David and David Njoku. Uh, he is still questionable for this week as well. Looks like he may be able to come back and play in this, but his return last week did not look very promising. And 
he's questionable. Don't expect him to do a whole lot out there. And that was just the tip. I think you've got a solid week lined up. I think you're bound for a bounce back. We'll have to Thank see you. what happens. Thank I think you're bound for it. Tybo has no faith. Tybo has no faith. He never has faith. It's. I mean, it's good to get this stuff out there so that like people know what not to do. Like it's. it's okay. The problem is the problem is you never know which players it is. The it's problem true. is your picks are trash. Not always. <laughs> this week is going to change. Damn it. <laughs> well, it is that time of the week where, folks, we bring you the best damn power ranking that's available. And it is finally time for no other than the most valuable position on the field at quarterback. Big-time players make big-time plays, and the best time to do it is during the holidays. So this week, we're going to bring you our quarterbacks. Let's kick this one off with number 10. Number 10 is old man Tom Brady. Still having a pretty decent year. Uh, the record really doesn't show anything that he's doing for himself, but 12 touchdowns and two interceptions. Great numbers for him, but not the best over here. Number 10. Fine. We got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, his numbers are down in a sense because of his wide receiver play um, and just the way the offense played at the beginning of the season. His numbers would be better um, without the drops, without the mishaps. I still think Aaron Rodgers is a top 10 quarterback. Number eight. We're going to go with Geno Smith here. Listen, he is doing tremendous things for the Seahawks. They are actually winning quite a few games. No one was going to expect that this year. And he's completing the ball at 72.8% right now. He deserves more credit than he's getting. Number seven. We got Justin Herbert. Uh, playing through injury this year, his numbers are still in the top five uh, this year. Um, so Justin Herbert, while his effort hasn't led to a lot of W's, he's still seven here. Number six, Josh Allen. Now, you may not agree with that, but it's our power ranking. The man has 18 total turnovers on the year. That is not good to see, no matter what. Still a great quarterback with what else he does, but 18 is just a little too much right now. Number five. We got Jalen Hurts. Um, for the most part, he's taken pretty good care of the ball. Um, the record shows he's got pretty good chemistry with A.J. Brown and the rest of his receiving core, um, and he's he can be incredibly effective in the run game. He has uh, quite a few rushing touchdowns this year. Number four, Lamar Jackson. Now, if this man had some competent receivers over there, more than he does right now, it would be a lot better. The running, the running backs for the Ravens have suffered this year, and they are a running team. But he made Demarcus Robinson look nice with his first 100-yard receiving game. And if he can do that, he deserves to be up here. Number three. Tua Tagovailoa. Tua has only played in eight games, um, but his <laughs> yards per game is up there with some of the best this season. 
Um, his touchdown interception ratio is also up there with the best of them. Um, he's playing with great receivers, but he's also putting in a lot of work himself. Number two. We're going to go with Joe Burrow here. His first game of the year, he had four interceptions, and sitting here right now, he's only at eight. He's top three in pass yards and passing touchdowns, and he's completing the ball at a 69.1% clip. Still great quarterback. He's playing great even without Jamar Chase. The number one quarterback in the NFL. There shouldn't be any question in anybody's mind. Ty Bob's also wearing the jersey. For those for those on audio platforms, I'm sorry for the long pause there. But it is Patrick Mahomes. He's number one in every quarterback stat. I mean, that might not be true, but it's definitely yards and touchdowns. Uh, Pat's the GOAT. Can't take it away from him. MVP. MVP, Pat. I love it. I love it. It's the best damn ranking you can find anywhere around. And you just heard it again here, folks. Don't forget, we'll be coming back next week to recalibrate, see exactly if anything needs to be changed, but usually not many changes do. Now, it is time to get into our games of the week. It's filled with tradition this week. Thursdays, we have Thanksgiving football, and this year is no different from any other. In fact, they are bringing you more football. More football. More football. More ball. More ball. It starts at 11.30 in the morning, folks. So get ready for everything that's going to go on. Let's start this one off. I picked first last week, so now it is Sean's turn. Sean, who is your game of the week? I'm going to go ahead and go with Giants versus Cowboys, the second game on Thanksgiving Day. Listen, Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. Giants, big rivalry. What more could you ask for? This is almost seems like almost the perfect time for the football game because this is going to be usually right after everybody finishes their first meal of the day, going into just sitting down, vegging out, maybe even passing out during this game. We're going to wake up. And you're going to see a fun, exciting moment in the second half that'll wake you up right away, <laughs> get you ready for your second play, get you ready for that last game of the night. This is going to be a barn burner, and ultimately it may decide where or, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. goes. I already think he's going to stick with the Cowboys. Ooh. Go with the Cowboys for the rest of this year and then go back to the Giants after this year, but we'll see what happens. So I'm next, and I'm choosing the Sunday night game. I'm staying away from the Thanksgiving games, um, but I'm going Packers-Eagles. Uh, I think this is a perfect storm of the Eagles slipping and the Packers still being hungry for playoff chances. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Pack are still not dead. Um, Christian Watson finally seems to be coming along in that offense, and and the backfield is still dangerous uh, for the Packers. The Eagles do have a stout defense, but it's been it's been tested. It's it's been tested as of late, and and the Eagles were considered a little bit of a fraud in in, in our last uh, team power rankings. Um, so we'll see. It is the NFC. Um, I still like the Eagles in this game, but I think it's going to be a highly com- competitive game. Um, going to be a good one to watch on Sunday night. 
I am going to take a noon hour game. It is the Cincinnati Bengals who will go into Nissan Stadium and take on the Titans. Uh, both teams with winning records, the Bengals at six and four, the Titans at seven and three. We know exactly how good the Bengals can be, especially if Jamar Chase is included in this team. We also know that the Titans, as lackluster as their offense can be, can take control of any game as long as Derrick Henry is in the backfield uh, and as long as Malik Willis is not the quarterback. Um, this should be touted as one of the best games of the weekend, undoubtedly. It is a very good defense going against one of the top offenses in the league, um, and not to mention the Bengals have a fairly good defense themselves. It's going to be a barn burner in the noon hour. I'm not really sure which way to go with this one, but expect Joe Burrow to have himself another big week um, and expect Derrick Henry to have himself another one as well. And that means it is time, folks, to get into our pick em for the week. We have already picked the Chiefs-Rams uh, 325 game on the Chiefs show. That will be coming up later on this week, so make sure you go check it out. I won this past week if you were not listening, which means that I have chosen to go last. Tybo lost, so he gets to go first. Let's kick this one off with our first game starting on Thursday. It is the Buffalo Bills who play in Detroit for a second time in two weeks, while the Detroit Lions are nine and a half point underdogs. The Lions did look good last week, but I'm still taking the Bills here. Yeah, I think last week having the Bills playing in Detroit and even choosing to stay on the visitors' locker room and visitors' sideline will help them out this week. And that will make the Bills across the board to start off Thursday's Thanksgiving festivals. Uh, we will now jump into our 3 o'clock game for Thursday. It is the New York Giants who will head into AT&T Stadium and take on the Cowboys, who are 10-point favorites at home. I think 10's a lot. Yeah. Mm. It's a tough choice here. Both have good defenses. Both offenses haven't convinced me that they're for real. Uh, I'll go ahead and take the home team here. I'll take the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys as well. They've lost three straight on Thanksgiving, but something's got to give now. And they always play the Giants pretty decently well. So. That makes the Cowboys, uh, for me as well, three across the board. We'll jump to our... Thursday night game. It is the New England Patriots who, who will head into Minnesota and take on the Vikings. Uh, this is Kirk Cousins in primetime, folks, going up against a Bill Belichick defense. The Vikings at home are three-point favorites. <laughs> if they don't play as poorly last week, that margin's probably, a, or the spread's probably a little bit bigger there. Um, I really, really, really want to pick the Patriots here, but I don't think I can. Vikings. Perfect. Perfect. Because I want to go ahead and pick the Patriots. They have Matthew Judon, the sack leader this year overall with 13. They have Bill Belichick on a short week watching what just happened to 
the Vikings and saw what the Cowboys did. He's going to be bringing the pressure all day, and Kirk Cousins is going to struggle again. Not just because it's Bill Belichick, but because it is prime time. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Vegas knows what they're talking about. I'm also going to take the Patriots here, which leads us into our next game, uh, our first game at noon on Sunday. This is the Houston Texans who take uh, take the team into Miami, taking on the Dolphins in Hard Rock Stadium. The Dolphins are 13 and a half point favorites at home. Dolphins. They're benching in Davis Mills. They can't get much worse than that. But I will also be taking the Dolphins. So only one pick difference so far through four games. Our next game at noon on Sunday is the Baltimore Ravens who head into Jacksonville taking on the Jaguars, who are three and a half point dogs at home. Hmm. That's going to be a very interesting game. I'll take the Ravens. Yeah, I don't see the Jags win that one. Maybe the Ravens. Ravens got a solid defense. They can keep control on the ground. Uh, Mark Andrews is is finally back. Uh, Give me the Ravens here as well. Uh, Next up, it is uh, another game of the week. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals who head into Nissan Stadium and take on the Titans, who are two and a half point dogs at home. I'm taking the Bengals. Mm. This is the type of the game that the Titans would get up for, but I just can't pick them right now. Bengals. I'm going to take the Titans here. I think they've got the uh, a much better defense and can control the game over the long term. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Chicago Bears who will head into New York and take on the Jets. The Jets are six-point favorites at home still. Well, Justin Fields isn't playing, is he? Fields is expected to play even with the shoulder injury. Mm. I hate picking first, you guys. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's a tough one. I'll go, I'll go ahead and take the Jets. Mike White. Yeah. I'm going with the Jets as well. After the news of the injury with a torn ligament, it's hard to trust the Bears on anything because they're just so awful without Fields. Uh, with an injured Fields, I feel like it's going to be about the same. Next in the noon hour, it is the Atlanta Falcons who head into Washington to take on the Commies, who are four and a half point favorites at home. Uh, I'll take the Commies. I don't know what to say about anything anymore. This feels like a very, very off week for the Commies. Uh, give me the Falcons. Wow. That's a big one. I'm going to have to go with the commies just because Tyler, Tyler Lonicky, uh you know, he, he, he takes the dub. Can we just give him a fine for that? You tried to correct yourself. You still said Tyler. I did. I did. Find it. Find me. <laughs> I keep saying Tyler. I don't know. I've always gotten Tyler and Taylor mixed up. Just dog. I've had to correct. I've had to correct isn't people. Taylor. I, I know I've had to correct people of saying Taylor, and so I'm always just saying Tyler. 
Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Denver Broncos who head into Carolina to take on the Panthers, who are one and a half point dogs at home. With Sam Darnold starting. That's correct. I'm going to take the Panthers. Oh, man. I really want to pick the Panthers. So the type of picking them, I'm going to go with the Broncos. Panthers are intriguing here. Sam Darnold, though. I mean, if you give me if you give me PJ, you give me Baker. I say the, the Panthers probably walk away with win, but uh, I cannot put any faith in Sam Darnold ever. Moving on to our final noon hour game of the week, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who head into Cleveland to take on the Browns in what will be Jacoby Brissett's final game as a starter in Cleveland, while Cleveland is a three and a half point dog at home. That's strange. You think the Bucs are that good? You think the Bucs are that good? But what if I pick the Browns right? Good for you then. Oh, God. Uh, no, I'm going to pick the Bucks. Yeah, I can't not pick the Bucks right now. Bucks are playing well. I'm going to take the Browns here. I think they get back on track before Deshaun comes in, making the choice a little bit more difficult, but ultimately. Deshaun will start against Houston next week. Let's get to our first three o'clock game of Sunday. We've got the Las Vegas Raiders who head into Seattle and take on Geno and the Seahawks. They are three and a half point favorites at home. This might shock you guys here, but give me the Raiders. That is a shock. Love to hear it though. Give me the Seahawks. <laughs> I'll also take the Hawks. Geno's, Geno's got the team fire, and the defense is, is astounding. Kenneth Walker the third, one of the top backs in the league right now, firing on all cylinders. The next 305 game, we've got the Los Angeles Chargers, who are headed into Arizona to take on the Cardinals. They are three-point dogs at home. Kyler Murray still out? He should be back this week. He is expected to be back. No news on Keenan Allen or Mike Williams either. Um, I guess. I don't know, dude. Sean, you want to go first this time? Nope. <laughs> I will take the Chargers. Go AFC West. Besides the Browns. Yeah, I wanted to pick the Chargers, but Saibo convinced me to go ahead and pick the Cardinals and go with Stairwood Boy. Yeah, yeah, I, I got the Cardinals as well. 
let's move into uh, obviously we've already picked the Chiefs and Rams game as we already talked about so let's go into our final three o'clock game of Sunday it is the New Orleans Saints heading into uh, Santa Clara to take on the 49ers who are nine and a half point favorites at home I'll take the 49ers Niners all the way that is the Niners across the board. We'll get to our Sunday night football game, which is the Green Bay Packers headed into Philadelphia to take on the Eagles, who are six and a half point favorites at home. Eagles. And the birds. And that is Eagles across the board as well. I think it'll probably be a closer game, maybe a backdoor cover if you're a betting person. And in our final game of the week on Monday, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers who will head into Indianapolis and take on the Colts, who are two and a half point favorites at home. Because it's the Saturday on a Monday, the Colts. (laughs) I'm sold. Give me the Colts as well. I can't disagree there. I do like the Saturdays on a Monday. It's going to be an interesting week. We've got some good games slated for week 12. We hope that you enjoyed your Thanksgiving meals and holiday with family, friends, or whoever you celebrated with. Uh, It's getting to be close to that time of the season where we get down closer and closer to Christmas. Make sure you're getting everything locked up tight. We hope that you get the best deals you can. But most importantly, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs!